do you want? A big, lovely poof. We've got poofs that are bare, poofs named Pete. Poofs in the lounge room, poofs in the street. Poofs on the floor looking so damn cute. Poofs that take a pounding from a great big brute. Black poofs, white poofs, day poofs, night poofs, fat poofs, thin poofs, rock hard teeth poofs, wet poofs, dry poofs, cool poofs, shy poofs, hairy poofs, scary poofs, pretty little fairy poofs. If you're looking to procure a poof, footstool or ottoman, come on down to Pete's Poof Emporium, Preston. Northern Melbourne's leading producer of low-lying, semi-rigid home furnishings. If you want to put your feet up in style, get a poof from Pete. This is Australia This Morning Tonight, and here's what's coming, 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 coming up on tonight's show. A very wet cunt, cunt, cunt. Country, as drought-stricken farmers enjoy a welcome shower of rain. And also, I am Gareth's sex robot. He keeps me locked in the cupboard when he is not trying to fill me with chiz. Motherfucker! Help me. He's going to kill me. Good evening, and welcome to This Morning Tonight Australia. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Gareth Proctor. And I'm Angela Green. Now, Angela, it's great to hear your dulcet tones on our radio again, because uh, as the good listeners will recall, at the end of our last episode, you were in fact involved in a raid by the AFP on your accommodations, namely a a horse float located in the car park of the Melton Harness Racing and Trotting Arena. Now, can you uh, perhaps shed a little light for the good listeners on what happened after that incident and, indeed, whereabouts you is now? Yeah, g'day there, Gary Ayres. Uh, things are going pretty well for me. Uh, as you'll recall, last week uh, my horse float was raided by the AFP on the instructions uh, of the Honourable uh, Peter Dutton, and I've been told that for the benefit of all Australians, um, I have to self-isolate on Christmas Island for the next 12 to uh, 14 years. Now, I was uh, supposed to hitch a lift to Christmas Island on the Ruby Princess. Uh, However, uh, there was no room on it as it was taking a bunch of boomers on a European ocean cruise. So the Australian government has therefore commandeered Charles Darwin's old ship, the Beagle, uh, and has made me sail by myself uh, to Christmas Island. And unfortunately, I don't know how to sail a 17th century ship. And even more unfortunately, I I suffer from uh, terrible seasick. Well, we hope that you do have a safe voyage there, Adrian, and you make it to the uh, beloved Christmas Island as soon as humanly possible. Now, when I killed my first wife, Ooh, I have and to we're say, getting a call in on the open line. If you want to contact us, you can contact my 17th century ship via Morse code on. Hello, you're on the air. Uh, hello, uh, this is Bradley Pitt here. <laughs> uh, right, as yeah. in the the movie star. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the movies. Oh. Uh, I'm on, uh, I'm on Thelma and Louise and uh, Snatch. Okay, it doesn't really sound like Brad Pitt. I mean, he would firstly have an American accent and probably be a bit younger than. Oh, what are you talking about, you crazy guy? <laughs> uh, I'm still not convinced. I mean... oh, oh, 
now, now, I'm here at, I'm here at a Hollywood party. All the stars are here. Oh, you shouldn't be at a party. There's uh, Charles and Heston and uh, Paul Newman. Pretty sure and, they're both oh, dead. Here's, here's my wife, Jennifer Amherston. Come oh. here, Jennifer Amherston. The boys are on the radio for you. They, you guys broke up about 20 years ago. I mean... Oh, hello! It's Jennifer Amiston from the show Friends with Courtney Cock and Matthew Berry. Oh, I'm just a couple of friends hanging out in an apartment. Yeah. I mean, I, for one, I don't believe that this is true, but even if it were, you should not be hanging out together, especially if you're in America. Social distance. Oh, oh. You wouldn't bloody read about it in the age. It's Hollywood director Quentin Tarantino. He's just walked in and he's he's completely naked. <laughs> Quentin, you crazy! Come over here. It's the boys on the podcast. Look, look, I think... Um, hey, it's Quentin Tarantino. I'm sorry if I'm talking too quick for you. I'm a fast-talking Hollywood director. I killed Bill once upon a time in Bollywood. OK, ah. look, I, I think um, it's probably about time we uh, left it. Just me, Radio Graham, and me doing the voices. You'd never know. Now, for those of our viewing audience who are of the male persuasion, you'll no doubt be familiar with the practice of standing urination. However, for those female or non-gender binary members of our community who have not yet had the pleasure of their male partner or housemate coming in for a piss while they're in the shower, we shall explain. Thanks to evolution and general fucking laziness, when nature calls and the expulsion of one's bladder fluid is required, a male human will more often than not stand in a vertical orientation, grip his primed phallus between his thumb and index, middle, ring and or pinky fingers, depending on girth and length, and using the accuracy of a green beret sniper, piddle on or in whatever receptacle, flat surface or face he may be aimed at. However, one uninformed cunt believes that men should revert to the ways of our anthropological ancestors and no longer hold our penises within the firm grip of Mrs Palmer and her five daughters and instead opt for a technique known as the dangle wee. In the interest of fairness and true news, we have tonight invited both this idiot and a person with a brain onto the show to discuss this topic. So please welcome smelly cunt and naturalist Richard Todger. G'day. And also resident urologist and groundskeeper at Box Hill TAFE, Judy Gottish-Long. Thanks for having me. Now, Richard Todger, you're the one driving this MySpace campaign to, in fact, stop men from holding on to their willies and letting them go free and easy in the breezy with a dangle wee. Can you explain, please, to the general public why this is so? There are a couple of reasons why the dangle wee uh, needs to come back into vogue, OK? Uh, firstly, is coronavirus, OK? So w- when I was a young girl growing up in the mean streets of Werribee, I used to 
piss everywhere without using me hands, okay? And uh, never, ever have I got coronavirus in my life. So if you look at one side of things, uh, no holding dicks, and you look at the other side of equations, no coronavirus, I think it's pretty fucking clear cut uh, that um, you don't get coronavirus if you have a fucking dangle wee. I would like to ask you, Richard, it is a uh, tradition and some would say a guilty pleasure of the standing male wee for a little shake at the end of the wee to avoid any drippage or spillage or droplets of urine sticking around on the bell end. What is to happen if you are not using your hands to in fact shake off that wee? Well, Gary, I completely agree. It is absolutely a essential thing to do at the end of a slash. You've got to... Shake, 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 shake. I will usually get a close friend, obviously a male friend, uh, because uh, you know you, you don't want a female just touching your willy. That's uh, ungentlemanly. I'll get a close male friend to shake it off for me. I would just like to interject there, young Rochard. You're going to greatly increase your chances of getting the deadly corona. If you are in fact shaking another man's penis, if you are going to go down this ludicrous route of dangle wees, enact some kind of twerking movement so that the droplets of wee may fall gently and safely to the ground as your willy flaps back and forth, slapping yourself on the asshole. Listen, Judy, that's all very nice in practice, but the fact of the matter is... I, I might step in there. Uh, look, it's been a pleasure having you both on the show, and uh, I think we're all thinking very differently now about the way we weep. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me, fucking cunt. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Smelly cunt and naturalist Richard Todger and Box Hill TAFE groundskeeper and urologist Judy Gottesch-Long. Oh, and we're getting a call here on the Australia This Morning Tonight open line. I believe it's uh, Herman from Montrose, Victoria. Hello, Herman, are you there? Yeah, Herman, uh, what are you calling about today? Oh, yeah, just, um, I just wanted to call in about that, um, that Alan Jones bloke on the radio over there. Yeah, uh, um, Herman, can you, um, maybe come a little bit closer to the... Yeah, I got, I got you on the speakerphone. Yeah, I... You're on the speakerphone, can you hear me now? Yeah, but very faintly, maybe if you could... Abraham, are you there? If you could... Abraham? If you could maybe... If you could maybe turn off the speakerphone and just speak. Yeah. If you could just maybe. Herman, are you there? Yeah, right. Oh, right. Oh, hang on, hang on. Pick up the phone. Oh, you're coming oh, on the speakerphone. No, 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 no. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now, Can you hear me now, Abraham? Can you. Can Hello? You... Hello? Herman, Hello? Can... Herman, can Hello, you... are you there? Jesus, fucking technology, I tell you what, yeah, put it on the fucking speaker, right? Hello, this is Dr. Finger McCracken from the ATMT Fact Check. In such uncertain times, it's important that we get some facts about COVID-19 clarified. There's no need to panic. With just a few simple steps, you can avoid killing your granny next time you don't go and visit her in that hellhole you call a nursing village. To stop the spread of COVID-19, we highly recommend eating your own shit. 
Some suggested ways of serving include battered and fried like a deep-fried Mars bar or polywaffle, twirled into a beautiful formic shape in a waffle cone, or covered in hundreds and thousands to make it look like a child's chocolate bar. <laughs> Further precautions can be taken when you go to your local supermarket where you might choose to sit inside your trolley and have a small dwarf push it around for you. That way, when you are caged like an animal, there's a good chance that no one's going to fucking touch you. And finally, in addition, take that dwarf home and give him a good f This has been a public service announcement for the ATMT Fact Check with your friend, Dr. Finger McCracken. sexually assaulted by three Broncos players in a nightclub toilet. There's a new football sex scandal with one of rugby league's favourite stars. It's involving a footy star caught out in a disgraceful video. Trying to kiss a woman and then does something with her pet dog that really defies belief. And now it's time for sport with everyone's favourite ex-rugby player and reformed alcoholic, Graham Wacko Jones. G'day there, Graham. You're standing outside the Telstra Dome, are you? G'day there, Ablian. Yeah, mate, I've been down here outside the Telstra Dome for the last six weeks now. I've pulled up a swag, I got the billy on the boil, and I've been singing Il Camo Olsen Matilda with me. Olsen Matilda, boo for St Kilda, stick him up the Garlandwood and blow. <laughs> so Graham, no. Oh, I did a bit away. Yeah, no sport in the last couple of months. Uh, must have been really tough for you and the lads at the pub. Uh, how is the sporting community holding up with it at the moment? Oh, she's pretty fucked, eh? Though there ain't much going on at all. The NRL's got the can. The AFL's got the boot. The F1's been completely effed. And uh, look, as fans, we are very much disappointed. However, there has been a resurgence in some of the lesser-known sports which I'm thrilled to announce. For example, the World Coits Championship has gone online. And if you simply look up their website, which is coitus.com, you'll find all sorts of interesting live streams. And I'm sure the same can be said about uh, searching through your uh, browser history, Graham. Shut the fuck up, Adrian. Now, Graham, there's been talk of the NRL potentially moving to a quarantine zone, perhaps in the middle of the outback or on an island, to play sport without anyone else being able to be there, say, for a cameraman or two. What are your thoughts on this? Oh, I think it's a ripper idea, mate. I think it's the best thing since they did the same thing to the lepers. In fact, I've recommended that all NRL players now play with a cowbell round their neck. And hey, 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 let's face it, if those fuckers are all in an island together, they're not going to be raping, sexually harassing or abusing their partners, spouses or underage high school girls. Speaking of all of the above, Today on news.com.au, pictures have emerged of uh, NRL star Penrith halfback Nathan Cleary breaking social distancing regulations with a whole bunch of hot young gals. What are your thoughts on how players conduct themselves during this time? Well, I'd have to say it's pretty cleary to me. You go, son! Go, you good thing! Get your money's worth! Because finally, these boys aren't getting it for free. You gotta pay a fine. You're paying for sex like Uncle Wacko now! And Graham, how's your marriage going? 
Get fucked, Adrian. Well, Graeme Wacko Jones, I bet you can't wait until the Telstra Dome is lit up once again and the sound and smells of football supporters all around this great nation of ours are back in your presence. Well, I'm gonna have a huge wacko! Graeme Wacko Jones reporting live from Colonial Stadium where he is uh, not supposed to be at the moment, I guess. No, I think he's going to be in an awful lot of trouble when he gets home to the wife. Now, that's all we have time for on this evening's show. Adrian, thank you for joining us again from the Cutty Shark or whatever fucking sea vessel you're aboard. We uh, hope that next time we speak to you, you're in a more uh, fortunate, stable and uh, secure place. Thank you, Gareth. And uh, a very happy Easter to you and your family. Yeah, you're about three weeks late. Thank you and uh, good night, dear listeners. Good night, Australia. Girthy cock. <laughs>